0: just necessary prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details
4: this is he said aya Vijo with Eric winter and Rosalind Sanchez
5: hello good afternoon hey
3: good afternoon how are you
5: I'm super pumped we have an awesome
3: guest I know this I'm is like... a
5: guest that really gets me excited really yeah well you know how I mean our relationship, I guess, was kind of founded upon UFC fight parties. People may not know that, but... I know. Early on, when we were together, we would throw these massive parties at our house that were all about the UFC.
3: With big cutouts and everything, right? Yeah,
5: big cutout posters. <laughs> People would win prizes because we'd have this crazy gambling pool going on about who would bleed first, who would tap out, who would do this. Like all these questions you had like to answer. Like lunatics. Yeah, like we were crazy. It was. It was... Of 50 it 60 was people, so in the house.
3: much fun. We should do that again. It was a blast. Those and old times when everything was just easy, no kids, just about having a great moment.
5: Yeah, <laughs> seriously. So, our guest was the winner of the ultimate fighter, is now a coach, Juliana Pena, uh-huh. who is the current bantamweight champion, who beat Nunez, which was a huge upset. And now they have a rematch coming up. I cannot wait to Let talk
3: Let me to ask you, Bantam weight, what weight is that? That's super light, I right? Gonna,
5: I'm not going to ask this girl what her weight is. You can ask what her I weight is. I will, for sure. I'm going to get punched in the face. I mean, she, we're on Zoom, now. No, still. she's not going to do that. And- <laughs> oh, there she is. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> As we're talking about your weight, this is really awkward. Juliana,
3: what is b- Bantam bantam weight? What What is that weight? 135. That's the big girl class. Oh, it's a okay. big girl class. Oh, I thought it was the, the the little one. Okay, so how tall are you?
4: 5'6". Uh, five, six.
3: Five, six, okay, She was like, "What's
5: that weight?" I was like, "I'm not gonna ask her her weight." <laughs>
4: well, well, in like in like terms of like men versus women, it's almost like I would say like light heavyweight because okay. uh, there's 105, the atom weight, 115 straw, um, 125 is the flyweight, and then 135 uh, for bantamweight. So it's kind of like the the compared to like light light heavyweight for men, oh, Very but wow. it's women's bantamweight so 135 135 we were just
5: joking you know not joking but in seriousness we, we've been together for 16, 16 years, years 16 yeah. years and when Congrats. we first started dating thank you we were you know mm. i was a fan of ufc one like when i was in high school i saw when it was just a cage and there was no time limit and it was no all weight classes and you know the Gracie, the rise of gracie and all you know shamrock all these dudes right and so i grew up watching ufc my whole life introduced you to ufc and we used to throw these massive ufc fight parties where we'd have this crazy gambling spreadsheet of you know who would who would strike first who would bleed first who would do this you win by some like all these questions you had to answer we'd give out money prizes we have cutouts t-shirts we we were die hard it was it was amazing we still obviously love the ufc we haven't had a party in a long time two kids and you know life gets gets in the way sometimes (laughs) but we're so excited that you are <laughs> on our show.
3: This is like a dream. Yeah. Oh
4: my God. And you
5: have a huge rematch coming up. Anyways, well, let's talk about you. Let's talk about how this all started.
4: Yes. Um, well, Well. honestly, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank and um, yeah, it kind of got started in a weird way. Uh, my sister invited me to a woman's cardio kickboxing class and I needed to lose some weight. <laughs> I wasn't really doing anything besides serving tables. And so I was like, let's do it. And then um, I, I joined this women's cardio kickboxing class and my coach was like, who taught you how to punch? And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, where did you box? I said, I've never boxed before. He's like, well, who taught you that? I said, you just did. And he's wow. like, oh, he's like, well, you're a natural. So that's kind of how I got started. I threw my first punch and I haven't really looked back since.
5: Wait a second. You started in cardio kickboxing to being a UFC champion?
4: Yeah, I I actually threw my very first, like, technical first punch at 19 years old. So hold up. So you
5: weren't a girl that got into fights, like, in school or had issues, or you made a face. So you did get in some fights. Well,
4: I mean, I I fought only once in summertime I was a freshman in uh, well I was actually in eighth grade going into my freshman year and up the street they would have like boxing parties uh, like underground boxing parties and so I was going into my freshman year in summer and uh, I fought a senior and that was like my first official fight and uh, I beat her up you did. and then yeah I beat her up and then on the very first day of school our lockers are boom, right next to each other, other. like, yeah, Yeah. right next to each other. And, and so needless to say, she moved out and, uh, she went and found a new locker, but, um, yeah, that was my first official fight. And then I got in like one more fight, I think like at a part random party, but it was against a guy. It wasn't very serious. And, Um, I would just say that being the youngest of four and growing up in a kind of like my brother was a massive WWE fan and he beat the snot out of his little sisters. And so just growing up aggressive, but not really knowing where to channel that energy until 19 years old when I knew nothing about the UFC. I didn't even know what the UFC was. And um, it wasn't until I stayed in the the cardio kickboxing class for a few months that I kind of got introduced into the whole realm of what the UFC is. Wow!
3: You know what's interesting? I have—I'm the youngest one of four as well, but I have three brothers. They're all older than older than me, and people laugh at me because I said, "You know what? My favorite sport is boxing." My whole life, as a Puerto Rican, you know, I grew up in Puerto Rico. Boxing is like the number one sport. That and baseball and pageants. It's also. A-
5: <laughs> she went. She <laughs> I mean, went to the pageantry side. I know. she, she didn't do cardio <laughs> kickboxing or fight in school.
3: But it's like, like, what are your <laughs> passions? Boxing and ballet. You know, it's really interesting because my whole life I grew up watching boxing. And like that's why when we met, he's like, What 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 what's your favorite sport? Oh, I love boxing. I'm like an encyclopedia. I will go to Vegas to see go all to see all the fights. Cause I'm like I grew up with men. You know what I mean? And I remember yeah. them all the time just fighting with my my brothers. Well, <laughs> you know,
5: it's fascinating to me how someone, you know, either you are someone who likes confrontation or you're fine with like you said, you mean aggressive knowing that you can punch or be punched. What is that saying that Mike Tyson had? Like everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the face. Right. Like that's a, it's a big thing to not just get into a fight at school. And I, and an area I grew up in was, was not the best of areas and there was fights all the time. I would see, I got into maybe one fight in junior high and I was able to avoid it later for the most part. But like we'd see fights all the time and you knew kids that were tough and kids who weren't tough, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to translate into a career, but it tells you, you might have something inside of you that, you know, all right, I don't mind getting roughed up or roughing someone up. So you didn't really have that. You got in a fight, but you didn't really have that. Um, but you clearly had a natural ability, which is fascinating.
4: Yeah. You know, I got into my very first um, MMA fight because I was poor and I couldn't pay the gym dues. And so my coach that had been training me the whole time, he's a local promoter and he was putting on a show and he was like, you're fighting. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, you don't pay dues, you're fighting. And I was like, no, I, you know, I can't do this. And so, you know, my very first fight, um, I swang for the fences and, you know, beat up that chick like she had owed me lunch money from the third grade. And I took out every ounce of aggression that i had on her and after that i was like i will never do this again like literally i i can almost like bet my dad he got down on his hands and his knees he cried he begged me please don't ever do this again i I literally was like okay i swear i won't and then like uh, you know like a week or two later i was like so when's the next fight and it just kind of took off from there you know when you're in school and especially because, you know, I played all of the sports like that high school offered, but I was never a part of any like club league, you know? So I was always getting like JV or C squad. I could never make the varsity on anything. And so, you know, I never had a niche. I never had a thing. I never had a thing that was like mine, my, my own. And so when I found fighting and especially always getting beat up by my brother all my life, I was like, this is it. This is my thing. This is finally something that like I'm good at. And that is like a one-on-one competition and I don't have to rely on a team, you know, I, I can just do it all on my own. And, you know, it's all up to me. And, and I really connected with that. Because, you know, when you get put on JV or C squad, not everybody wants to win all the time. And mm-hmm. I'm so competitive that I want to win all the time. And so fighting for me just kind of, it really truly found me, I didn't look for it. It wasn't wow. something that I was avid about. I wasn't a fan or anything like that. It just kind of fell into my lap organically.
5: And let me ask you this. So when you start Fighting at a you know the, the early stage in your career. And we have friends that, you know, are very into boxing and very into the skill of it all, right? When does it transition that you're like, okay, I can't just throw a bunch of like there's a ton of strategy behind what you're doing and skill set. It's not just obviously who always punches the hardest or who always does this. Like you're learning a craft now, the better you got. And then you'd start facing people that might have. Uh, Maybe they're not as strong as you, maybe they're not as tough as you, but they might have just more experience. Right. And then now you get to that point where you bridge that gap. When did that happen in your career where you're going, okay, this isn't just a fight. There is a whole skill set that I have to build around this.
4: Yeah, it was uh, my fight, my very first loss, actually, in my hometown, the girl snapped my arm. And, uh, and I mean, I I tried to stick it back in the socket and go round three, but I got pulled out of there by the scruff of my neck. But it was when she armbarred me that I realized that you can't just go punching people in the mouth and walking through them that there's dangers that you have to be aware of, you know, and when I tried to punch a hole through her face, I'm getting my arm taken. Now I'm getting armbarred, you know, so that's kind of when it hit for me, it was like, you can't just be all aggressive all the time because you're going to get caught you know you yeah. have to be able to to fight off of your back fight on the feet fight in the clinch and and kind of be methodical wherever the fight goes and that was something that i wasn't taking into consideration at all um i was definitely overconfident in that fight thinking that i was just going to walk right through or if i just got mad and aggressive and uh, i ended up paying a, a big price for it
0: State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the My Cultura podcast network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts.
5: A woohoo! A hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily
0: bonuses. So don't wait! Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VGW prohibited by loss. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford,
3: and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. How many disciplines now do you have to master to be able to do, to be like an incredible MMA fighter, like five, six of them?
4: Yeah, there's, there's there's multiple, and that's what makes the sport so amazing. There's multiple ways to win. I would say the most dominant martial art is wrestling, and uh, that you have to know how to be a really great wrestler. I think if you look at the history of the sport, dominant wrestlers are the one that you see do the best. Um, and then there's jujitsu, of course. You have to know how to do jujitsu. Boxing is a big one, um, and, and kickboxing as well. Maybe like a Muay Thai or a kickboxing style can, uh, can pay dividends if you know how to fight on your your feet because if you can't get the fight to the ground you're gonna have to get past the hands first and if you mm-hmm. can't get past the hands then you're in a world of trouble um so i would definitely say that that boxing or maybe just all around stand-up fighting kickboxing muay thai boxing is a really great start as well as the wrestling and the jujitsu and those are primarily where i i stay um, which one is your favorite um i would say uh that Uh, the wrestling, the jujitsu and the boxing, definitely the boxing. I'm not much of a a big kicker. I would say I see a lot of girls transition from taekwondo or even karate that, you know, get really great uh, starts and and they can be able to to gauge the distance really well and keep people away from them. Mm -hmm. But I'm the type of fighter where I'm waiting for you to kick me so that I can close that gap. So I'll just wait for one kick and that way I can get into the clinch and wrestle you down and try to choke you out. And that's kind of my style. Um, But I've, I've definitely been since i moved to chicago focusing and and kind of tuning up my stand-up game and making sure that you know my my hands are just as good as my wrestling and my jiu-jitsu where did you grow up uh juliana yeah uh, spokane washington born and raised over there then born and raised in spokane washington my dad is from venezuela uh, my mom is from new mexico oh wow Very
5: yes cool.
3: and you're in chicago now
4: and i'm in chicago yes why chicago Um, so I came out here from the UFC. They invited me to uh, Latino heritage month to represent for the UFC and be the ambassador. And I fell in love with the city and it Mm -hmm. smelled like pizza and chocolate. So I was in. And then uh, my head coach in Spokane told me that there was a Hicks and Gracie black belt that lived out here. And so he put me on a train and, and had me go out to the suburbs. And I trained with this Hicks and Gracie black belt. And uh, so I started coming over here and doing my camps over here. And I was so um, in love with the training that I was getting in the Chicagoland area. Um, and then, you know, met a boy, got pregnant. The rest is history. I'm, I'm, I'm here in Chicago. I'm a, I'm a lifer.
5: You have um, one, one child?
4: daughter i have yes. one child daughter yes, right
5: how old. how old is it four
4: four yeah oh
5: it's like our son yeah our youngest is four that's yes. life-changing she, for sure
4: 100 percent. yeah she's awesome she's the the light of my life she really is a cool kid i mean i'm sure you guys know your kids are everything to you but she's she's a very very cool kid
5: so cut two. she's eight years old and she's like mom i want to do what you do <laughs> all right wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> 'Cause we do in the in the acting world we're always like even then we're like, No, I don't no. want you to act. But like <laughs> in your world, what do you say?
4: not a snowball's chance <laughs> no, <it's happening. laughs> no way. You know, I know what I've done, I know what I have gone through, you know, I've, I've I've dislocated everything, I've broken everything. I've literally gone through the wash in terms of my body. You know, I'm I'm getting up out of my car like an old lady because my lower back and everything like that. I'm waking up, you know, like I like I got ran over by a Mack truck every morning, you know. It's it's very tough on the body and uh, concussions it, too. Yeah. Uh no, Not I so haven't bad? had a concussion. That's good. No, no, no concussions, but it's just uh it's just a lot of uh wear and tear on the body and I think just from what I can see of her now she is and maybe I'm putting the cart before the horse but the way I see her she's a star you know what I mean Mm. like she's going to be a star she can sing she can dance she can do stuff you know so like I want to gear her more towards the arts not martial arts Um, but she does do jujitsu she her dad owns a jujitsu academy and he's a black belt so she absolutely is going to have to know how to defend herself and she has to do jujitsu it's a requirement but I don't I don't want her to be a fighter just because I know how difficult it is on on the physical body, and I wouldn't wish that on anyone.
1: But.
5: Wow! So, before we talk about what's coming up at the end of July, where do you see? Okay, like you just said, this is a, a a challenging career. It's a tough career. You Obviously, many people in your sport have crossed over into other forms of entertainment. You've got the look, you've got all that. They, I, you have a great personality. We never met you. And I'm like, wow, this girl pops off the screen. Is that something you? are looking to possibly want to do, or maybe you're doing enough, or you're doing it already. I don't even, I don't, I don't know, but you're diving into it.
4: You know, there's been offers that have come uh, down the, the pipeline and I mean, you can, call me you know, dumb for not taking those opportunities, but fighting is where I'm going to make my money and fighting is where I'm going to get people to know who I am. So I think that the second that you start going the Hollywood route, Mm -hmm. the second that you focus more on that side is when you lose track of what's really important. And what's really important is getting my hand raised in the octagon. And so right now my focus is 110% fighting. Um, I feel like maybe those opportunities will still be there once I cement my legacy here and what I'm trying to do. But right now, Now I don't want to be putting my hands in different avenues because it requires so much time and more importantly, dedication and, and mental dedication that I have to do this sport right now. And, you know, there's only a window of opportunity that I can jump through in this sport, especially for the age. And so I need to make sure that I'm grinding as hard as I can in the fighting world. And then maybe that stuff will come later. But right now my focus is primarily just fighting because, um, it's the most important thing. It's what puts a roof over my head, you know, when you say legacy, um, because you have accomplished
3: um, in this universe that you live in, you know, the the, the fighting world, um, people know your name, you were one of the coaches at the Ultimate Fighter um, series, which is a huge series within this business. When you say legacy, what is that exactly? Like in, in five years, you want to look back, if you have to write a book, you're going to say, I feel accomplished because what?
4: I know what I want in terms of legacy and I want to go down in the UFC Hall of Fame. I want to be a Hall of Famer. I want my name and my picture on that wall and and for people to know that I was a Hall of Famer. You know, when I was doing book reports on your favorite athlete when I was a kid, you would look in the encyclopedia and figure out who you wanted to do your report on or just maybe you were a fan of Michael Jordan or something like that. I want my legacy to be like that. I want people to little kids having to do their book reports on me. I want to submit my legacy like that in terms of, you know, forever in the sport, my name will go down in history as being in the Hall of Fame and being one of the best to ever do it in the sport. Oh, my God. I get goosebumps. I That's that.
3: amazing. That's amazing. Sure. Um, if you have to pick one MMA female fighter, maybe retired. That you're like, that's my role model. That's who that that's that's an incredible fighter, incredible human being. I wanna be like that, for example. Ma-
5: male and female. I want to hear both. No, I think female. But both. I want to hear both.
4: Okay. Okay. So female is is a little bit harder because uh the sport for women is still relatively yeah, new. You know, not. <laughs> there's 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 not a lot of women. Um, that were were able to transition. Um, but besides maybe like Gina Carano or, or Ronda Rousey, but, um, you know, because I know Ronda and I've had personal beef with her, I'm like, I don't want to be like her because she wasn't very nice to me. And she was kind of like, mm, what was really- that
3: beef with Ronda Rousey? What
4: happened? Um, she just told me that I didn't deserve to breathe the same air as another girl that I choked out. And I thought that that was pretty funny because, you know, they were just literally telling me that I wasn't on her level and that I was not going to, you know, I I couldn't hold a candlestick to her, and and then uh, you know when I choked her, she was just literally the rudest, meanest girl, really? like just personality-wise, you know what I mean? Like, you know, when someone's a B word, you know, when someone's like actually cool down to earth, yeah. humble, like she's not a nice person. But or you, don't she you don't from, think
3: she does it for like the shock factor? Like she feels like she needs to create this persona. That, that wasn't
5: televised. That was just between the no, two No, I No, but
3: those. even maybe, you know, when you believe your own hype and you feel like, you know what, if I'm the antagonist and if I'm, si yo soy la, la mala de la película, yeah. that's what's going to get yeah. me somewhere. I wonder if she adapted this persona or do you think she's really that harsh? You know, like she's just a, a B-A-T-C-H.
4: I. I do I do I think that that's just who she is you know and it wow. wasn't just me that noticed it it was everybody else on the show all the producers you know literally all the people behind the scenes are like she's she's not nice you know and so I'd, I but I would say this about her and give her the credit all the way she's a star and she has made waves in the UFC she's in the Hall of Fame she made waves and is still making waves in the WWE and then she's obviously been able to cross over and, and do the Hollywood thing but that's the thing too the second that she went to Hollywood, Hollywood was the second that she was getting knocked out two yep. fights in a row and then she never came back
3: yeah totally. and
4: so um i think that you know the women is a little bit harder to say you know who's the hero because like i said it's still a relatively new sport. is Corano nice
5: to you though Gina Carano? Um,
4: I've never met Gina oh. Carano but I have always been a fan of hers and I think that she's a phenomenal actress and I really like her style you know um, I, I think that Gina was if you were going to choose anyone it definitely would be Gina um, because she's just you know the girl next door she's a lovable personality and she's she's a sweetheart and you can tell that. Um, what about and, and what as, about Cyborg? Am I saying, um, am I saying it correctly? Cyborg? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I know Chris, I, I've, uh, I, when I was just getting started in the sport, you know, I got some pictures with her as a fangirl, you know, but now, like I said, because the community still, is so still fighting. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like called me out and she wants yeah. to fight me and, you no, know, like really? yeah, they're all still active yeah. for
5: the most part. Like she's talking about, like, they're all still adversaries. Like there's not like any of these that are like, ah, you're my role model, but I have to fight you next week. Like they're all still kind of in the trenches. I
4: thought cyber was retired. No, she's no, been doing she's this
5: still, for too long. Still going.
4: Oh, wow! no, no. Amanda knocked her out. And then Amanda, um, like she got she she left the UFC and now she's been doing her thing in Bellator. But, you know, she's definitely been calling me out, trying to fight me. And so I'm like, but then like, it's so weird because then she offers me to come to her gym and train. So I'm like, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Friend of me is like, what's going on? You want to fight me. You keep talking about me like you want to fight me. But then it's like you want to be my friend, too. It's like so weird. You know, everybody, this is such an incestual sport because of how small it is. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody knows everybody.
5: So what what male uh, model do you look up to as far as the UFC? Fedor,
4: Fedor, Fedor? absolutely. Fedor Milianenko yeah he's my favorite fighter of all time and uh I just love his style that his style of fighting is just pure aggression gives no f's you know he's going off out there to, to take your head off and so Fedor is definitely one that I would absolutely look up to plus just a great role model you know very respectful very um mature you know you don't ever see his names in the headlines as far as getting in trouble or anything like that he's a he's a godly man and and I I really enjoy watching him fight. <laughs>
1: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with AMAX.
6: As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone. It's Wilmer Valderrama, and we're reflecting on what matters most, Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com.
5: We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude.
2: You can help kids fight childhood cancer Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.
3: You know who I used to love? I still love him. St. Pierre?
5: George St. Pierre. Oh,
3: oh my God. Yes. Oh, Amazing. So yeah, yeah. Yes, I love George St. Pierre. And, and, like and a and Silva yeah. is another one that we love. Yeah, yeah. Anderson Silva with
4: yes, Anderson Silva came cool.
5: on. Well, he came by to visit. He was a big fan of my my show, funny enough. And he came by sex. He was training one of the police officers. And so he came by and was the nicest guy. So nice. Um, yes. Super I love cool.
3: Anderson
5: Silva. I um okay, so you have this rematch this rematch coming up which is a massive massive rematch obviously um and i'm correct if i'm wrong but you were the underdog in the in the first fight right took her out yes. by submission yeah and now it's you guys are both the ultimate fighter coaches nunez i don't know if she shouldn't say her name right now but i'm sure it fires you up you guys have a rematch coming it up it don't matter <laughs> july 30th no, right
4: yes july 30th at the american Airlines stadium in dallas texas we need to go eric oh Let's my go. gosh
5: the fight's gonna be <laughs> you guys should come
4: please yes. i know oh, that'd be amazing i, go. I would love it i've got my cowboy hat I got my boots i'm ready
5: to go <laughs> i love it i'm gonna look and see if Are I can you get guys time off work.
3: kind of friends like i know on, on the show you guys have some like differences but are you guys like do you like each other is there a lot of this is there
5: respect or you have to respect everybody i guess a little bit but
4: i I don't know that she respects me i definitely respect her um but no we're not friends no no we're not friends it's all real oh yeah no, it's one hundred percent real. Like I mean, I'm not. I'm we're not friends. I'm not braiding her hair. I'm not asking her how she's doing. Like I, none of that. Like this is somebody who's gonna try to, you know, um, knock my head through a wall, and I'm gonna be trying to do the same thing to her. You know, so it's it's all business. It's a fist fight. You know, she's been in the game long enough. She knows how it is, and so do I. So it's we can you know grab a beer or whatever afterwards but we're absolutely not friends but i wouldn't drink beer anyways i mean we can get
2: a drink if she
4: wants like, <laughs> i'm uh, i'm not i'm not her friend
5: what uh, what goes into i mean it's kind of a broad question I mean, there's a ton of work goes into a rematch like this but i'm assuming you train similar but now you have some advantages because you've been in the ring and you know a bit more about your opponent versus training against somebody who you're trying to emulate your opponent right Is it, does it feel like there's more pressure or is it just matter of staying even keel, getting your work done, laying the groundwork, trusting the process and go?
4: you know, it's just about being cool, calm, and collected. And and I am at the most peace when I know that I'm putting in the work. And so every day I wake up, I train two to three times a day, every single day. Um, My only day's off are on Sunday, and I'm just putting in so much time and and, and dedicating, you know, 110% of myself into this fight. So when I know that I'm doing that, then I'm at peace, I'm calm, I'm cool. I'm, I'm realizing, you know, that on July 30th we're gonna supposedly share 25 minutes in the octagon together again. And you know, you, you can make peace with that when you know how hard you've been working and and you kind of just leave it, you know, leave it all the rest up to God.
5: If we can make this happen and go, we have to talk to Mario. Our buddy Mario's good, good friends with Dana. Like, we got to talk to somebody. We got to go. We got to get in this fight and be in your corner. Oh
4: my God. Be um,
5: before you go, we want to hear about your NFT collection. Cause I know that's something important to you as well. You have a new NFT collection coming out, right?
4: Yes. I mean, speaking of being in my corner, you could actually win a chance to actually be in my literal corner. So that means that like, while I'm going and getting ready in the back room, while I'm getting my hands wrapped, when I enter the stadium, when I walk out into the tunnel and go into the cage and while I'm fighting, and you're in my corner. That could be you. Um, So through the NFT with the NFT, yes, okay, okay, awesome. I'm dropping this NFT. It's a behind the scenes, super fan club. It's for people that, you know, are hardcore fans of mine. They can help me pick my walkout song. They can help me pick out what color my nails are going to be for the week of the fight. Um, And they can also win an opportunity to be in my corner, to be a part of my team, to sit cage side with my team and and to be there and experience it just as much as I am, aside from the fact that they're not going to have to get punched in the face for it. So how do you do that? How do you do that? It's uh, Julianapena.xyz and you can sign up. It's up and running. So we're going to hopefully one fan's going to win and uh, somebody's going to be walking out there with me to the octagon. so So how does it work the highest bidder is the one that gets it you're asking me yeah (laughs) it's a raffle so it's a raffle so when when it drops you're gonna get to buy an opportunity and then whoever wins the raffle will get uh the shot uh, pending that they you know pass a background check and everything like that of course
3: but everybody pays the same and it's literally just lottery somebody grabs the the name and you win okay so it's not the highest bidder
4: okay i'm
5: going to your instagram now is there information on there too
4: Yes, there is. It's all over my story. Um Great. I posted oh, I see about it. Here. it in- I
5: see it on your in your bio too.
4: I wanna win it. Yep. How
3: can I cheat so I can win it? <laughs> <laughs> Just, how can you grab I, my I just, name? I just started
5: following you, so I'm gonna stalk you now. I'm gonna follow you. I got you. We're gonna get the information. Can you get
3: can you get two people to go?
4: One person for the NFT and then me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, no, I don't. I don't think so. You know, my team has been working so hard on this. It
5: sounds and incredible. And those
4: are those are some great questions. I I think it's just one person yeah.
5: only.
3: Oh, and well, how uh, can I do, do it? How can I gotta do it? You got a bid.
4: <laughs> I got a bid. There's no bidding. You just have to oh, do you- it.
3: And then my name needs to be picked up. Draw, I'm gonna. Manu- right, draw. I'm gonna manifest it. I'm gonna start manifesting tonight. That's
4: gonna I, be my name. I believe name. in that. <laughs> believe yeah. In
5: that. We yeah. we can literally chat chat with you all day. I know you have to go, but um, thank you so much for being on the show with us. You are awesome. And uh, yes. Go kick some butt out there. Best of luck.
4: Thank you.
3: Gonna thank you guys. Amazing. Thank you so much for the time. God of bless you. Right. No bye bye. So how can I how can I get this um, ruffle?
5: Ruffle or raffle?
3: Raffle. Oh, <laughs>
5: Ruffles are uh, potato <laughs> chips. You can probably get those anytime How, can I, how can I get um, this
3: raffle? What is it? Raffle, Raffle, okay, because I want to I wanna have that First NFT. First of all, how cool
5: is she? She's amazing. I literally want to keep talking for like, I, I just, I know. I know she has to probably I, I it. had
3: so many stories that I wanted to tell and so many questions, but- it, I had so many stories yeah. I
5: wanted to learn about. Like she's got all the inside it's track. Amazing. And oh. she's,
3: I wonder how long she had to, I mean, uh, of course the, the entire pregnancy and then how long before she had delivered the baby, her daughter, how long before she could go back to full time training and fighting?
5: All great questions. And we just had her.
3: I know. You I know. I, d- I had I had too many. <laughs> I wanted to ask her about her thoughts about um Serrano, the Puerto Rican fighter that just fought the Irish lady and 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 they stole that from her. Because I'm I'm sure that she follows boxing, especially female boxing. So I wanted to hear about her thoughts and opinion about that. And I didn't have time to ask that. But most important, how can I go get that NFT so I can be part of the you have Ra- to go to uh, this. Ralph Raffle.
5: I just clicked on it. You got to go to her site and you got to go in her bio and there it is.
3: Okay. All right. She didn't give me any privileges. I thought she was going to be like, okay, no. perfect. You're invited. I'm the raffle like the, winner. Juliana Peña's like, no. corner
5: side experience.
3: Juliana Peña's corner slot side experience. The other girl, Nunez, where, where is she from?
5: Amanda Nunez? I don't know. Can you I'm check sure. right now? But she's also.
3: Can you imagine she's Puerto Rican? No, she's not. Amanda Nunez. So for those of you who don't follow UFC, MMA, Amanda Nunez is another.
5: Brazilian. Oh, yeah. I think she's actually, I think she's from Brazil. She's
3: Brazilian. Yeah. Okay.
5: Yeah. There you go. You know that better than me.
3: Age 34. Wow. 5'8". Amanda is, um, Julian is 5'6". 135. How old is, um, how old is, how old is, Siri, how old is Juliana Pena?
5: Siri. Not Siri. Oh. <laughs> This is going well. Oh All right, God. let's wrap this up. We'll ah. talk about this more later. We're just like chatting. All right. Till next time. Love you. Love you. 32. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think.
3: If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at he said, Ella Dijo or send us an email. Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. He said, Ella Dijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network.
5: See you next time.
1: Bye. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyond zero.
5: We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope.